I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 430th episode of The Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my awesome co-host. We have, that's that's like a really bland descriptor, by the way. I need to do better next time. (laughs) I mean, you know, it cycles. I mean, it, it's it's a good. It's I mean, it's 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 not that it's bland. It, it's a bland descriptor, but you're not bland people. Um, but we have we have our sigma. Hello. And then of course we've got uh, we've got the man with the plans, Linian. Uh, yes, that does describe me. I don't know if that's true at all. I don't know if it describes any of us. What are plans, really? <laughs> what are plans? I honestly, I don't know. Uh, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with when I was 16. Name that nobody, uh, nobody, nobody knows the origins of. <laughs> I do, actually. I actually know the origins of it. But that's a topic for another day. And we're going to go ahead, though, and uh, jump on into the show. We talk everything from the video game to the trading card game to, uh, I guess, even Pokemon Day. Just like the community. I love the community. In general, the Pokemon community is sometimes the best and worst thing. It is a very diverse community, and and we're past announcements, so it's the best. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're outside of we're outside of game announcements, so we're doing okay. So yeah, it's a it's a good time. We've got a good show lined up for you today. I'm actually really excited to talk about some stuff today because it, it's one of those it's one of those episodes where I just get the dream, and I'm very excited for it. But without further ado, let's get into it. Our uh, uh, how have you guys been up to lately? <laughs> I, I I did I forgot what segment I was in. I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I did I did notice. Uh. <laughs> Sigma, what have you been up to? Uh just grinding out to the end of the season two rewards over on the battle stadium. I have not done that either. When does that end? Does that end today? Yeah. <laughs> Literally tonight. So it'll be season three by the time this airs. Yeah, so I'll just wait for season three to start, I guess. Um <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a good plan. Good plan, Thatch. Good plan. Yeah, if if you start waiting now, you'll be at a lower and therefore easier rank to start climbing next month. It's all exactly. It'll feel better as you go up. Yeah, I'll yeah. feel. I I need a confidence boost, so it sounds good. Got to get that big brain play there, especially since next season. Ooh, it's a two month season, so it's two months, and it, it we let we let an incineroar. I know you don't think Incineroar is going to be as scary, but I think it's going to be... Sick. I think it's going to be scary. Okay, oh, good. It's going to be terrifying. Because I'm terrified of Incineroar next season. Venusaur is scary, too. Yeah, Venusaur is going to be scary, too. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm scared of both of them very much so. <laughs> what about you, Lenny? How, how have things been? What have you been up to? Uh, in Pokemon, I have been trying to do Mewtwo raids. 
Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I've been doing Mewtwo raids. I would say I've been trying to do Mewtwo raids. I feel like you need friends. You have to have three friends to be able to do Mewtwo raids. Absolutely. I don't know that you could do it with the NPCs. No. No. Absolutely no. not. I think I think a good way they could have balanced it is they could have like made like a limited NPC <laughs> for this for this event. No, they could have. I think like that's like you could have had like Masuda, like Raihan and Leon. No, you could have like Masuda or something, you know, like oh. like uh, you know what I mean? Like you could have Masuda yeah. or something. Like get get like really get like really meta with it. Uh, I I I think that's a. I mean, I'm not lying. I think that'd be a really good idea. Like, hey, you can put Masuda in the game, and hey, you can put uh, you can put you know Amori in Amori the game or something. In. And they they each have Pokemon that are good for helping with the Mewtwo raid. Mm. And you set it up so that they you set it up so that only they appear during the Mewtwo raid. You don't make them like OP or anything, but you make it so like one of them's got a Grim Snarl, you know, that sets up screens. Yeah, and, and stuff like that. You know, like you you give them like good support bonds that help with the Mewtwo raids. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that would have been cool, <laughs> but we can get to that later today. <laughs> we can get to that later today. But I, I think Mewtwo, I mean, otherwise, I thought Mewtwo raids are fun. I, I I mean, they're still fun. I'm probably gonna try to play some more today. They're fun. We'll we'll get to that in the top. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that later. For myself, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of things. I mean, I've been mostly like I've been mostly doing like computer stuff for Pokemon, which is mm-hmm. odd to think about because I've been I've been playing with like bots and stuff like that on custom firmware to uh so distributions and stuff like that so uh, i've been doing that a lot and that's been i mean it's been I, it looks like the community appreciates it <laughs> so we'll we'll see how that keeps going um there are some announcements to that that'll be that'll be the next segment we're gonna I'll, I'll go into like some more details but i've been playing a lot with that i've been playing a lot with just like custom firmware and like playing around with uh how how we can push the push the software and hardware and yeah i mean i should have been playing uh playing the latter i really need to do that we didn't do raid night though. We did do me too raids. Um, everybody is awful. All the patrons are awful. <laughs> if I see one more Centiscorch in a me too raid, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, its special defense isn't awful. And what you do is you get a dark type like Obstagoon because darks are immune. You see? Uh, yeah, yeah. Immune to that I max have heard knuckle. There's physical Mewtwo's out there. I have heard physical Mewtwo's exist. Oh, there Mewtwo's, are not only they physical do. Mewtwo's. Uh, all of them have at least Aura Sphere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a really good time. It's uh I mean, it's a good raid. I'm happy with it. I like it's it's this was like what I thought was missing from the raids in general was Mewtwo. So like I thought I think this is really cool. Um you did make a really good point to me though the other day, Linian, that they couldn't do this all the time. It only feels special because it because the the boring ones exist. And <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't only have this could be in the pool forever because the only way yeah. to reset raids is to clear them all. And yep. if they're just raids you can't beat single player, it would essentially lock single player out of being able to yep. raid at some point. So no, you're you're exactly right. Enjoy these while they're here. You're exactly <laughs> right. No, I think I think that's. I mean, I think it's good to do it in like this limited like one week type deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it's very safe. Um, to do it like that. I do. I did like it though. It was very cute. Um, this is this is pretty much what I expected from them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised we had such a quiet time between, like, Magikarp and this. Yeah, I mean, I I like the way they're handling raids. Mm -hmm. I really like the way they're handling it. I think they're doing it mostly well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've only got one month left of GMAXs, and that'll be interesting to see where we go from there. I I wouldn't be surprised if they started doing, well, we might get, like, Melmetal drop or something like that, because Melmetal's in the code. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about, like, their standard monthly raid cycle. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they like repeated it. They could repeat they could. It swapping versions. Yeah, they might repeat it swapping versions or something like that, so that people who didn't get a chance to get it before can get it again. Mm-hmm. Because I, I would say not everybody got the game for Christmas. I would say most people got mm-hmm. the game for Christmas, but not everybody did. So they weren't around for the whole cycle, right? And I mean, yeah. Snorlax was like only around for like a week or two after Christmas. Yep. <laughs> so I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they just like repeated it another cycle or something like that. Or, I mean, or it, just start doing legendaries through it. Yeah, I w- or or we do or we do like Terrakion and yeah. you know stuff like that through raids. Yeah, slowly add those guys to the game. Hopefully, Terrakion's last. They're already Hopefully technically last. in the game, but uh, you can transfer them from home. Yeah, but you can't get them in Galar. You can't get them in Galar, and I'm happy about that. Can't add them to ranked. I don't know. Did they show them? Uh, so this is a question that I don't think any of us have the answer to readily. But remember when they showed Crown Tundra and they were showing all the legendaries? Did they show the Swords of Justice in that trailer? I don't. I don't remember. Believe so. I don't remember. I don't want to claim that it they did or not. I don't want to uh, say they didn't. But if you had to make me decide if they did or didn't, I don't think I saw them in the picture. Yeah, I don't know because like I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they lock them. Is if they lock them to uh, the Crown Tundra to an extent because I I know they're probably like saving legendaries for that. Yeah, a lot of legendaries for that. Mm-hmm. I think two of the three would be okay to release in Galar. Yeah, but you can't just get that, okay? <laughs> it's like, you know, if you don't release Terrakion, I think the other two are okay and competitive. Like That's true. Going to I think Kobalion's decent. Like, Kobalion's like a... Like, he is decent, but he is not, like, over-centralizing. No, he's not, like he's not over-centralizingly Terrakion good. Terrakion in a limited meta like we have now would be very, very... Uh, centralizing unhealthy yeah unhealthy um same with uh same would go for another particular ground type mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah uh who's coming before we fill out the rest of the decks stupid gen 5 physical sandstorm immune pokemon yeah those guys in particular <laughs> so uh on that note though let's uh let's go ahead and kick it on over to the news let's cue that epic music Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. Uh, it's been Pokemon Day for everybody in the world, uh, so a lot of things have happened. We're going to save a lot of it to talk about our commentary of it um, in the uh, in the topic today. But uh, for those of you who are movie junkies and we're just like, man, there's no more bad things to watch on Netflix. Let me get another. Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolutions is now available. <laughs> Um, I, that was, that was a really like spicy take because I know there's going to be somebody and it's going to be somebody particularly with children. Like anybody with children is going to be like, that's your wrong. This is a good movie. And I'd be like, you could watch the original. I'm like, yeah, but the original, the original, the original, I think is better. It has a joke about the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. The, the only thing that this one got right in my opinion was they got Dan Green. Uh, (laughs) like that. That's my opinion. They got uh, they got Dan Green for Mewtwo. Um, like that's that's my opinion of what they got right in this movie. The animation doesn't look terrible. I will admit that. Um, and they do fix a few minor things, like Pikachu no longer electrifies a, a golem and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so like, good on them for for accuracy. Uh, but yeah, in for Pokemon Day, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolutions. Um, if you play Pokemon Masters like Sigma, um, Red and Charizard were added. 
there are also 3,000 gems being distributed just because people stopped playing the game. They're like, here's 3,000 gems. Um, and a new trailer was released to show future content. I don't know what that means. Please explain. Uh, they showed off Wally. They showed Ooh. off like outfits for green and blue that Ooh. have their mega chars or mega Venusaur and mega Blastoise to go with Red's mega Charizard. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Uh, Lily's it- coming. Ho-Oh's coming. Oh. Who's going to have Ho-Oh? Looks like Morty. Morty or Silver? One of the two. Yeah. That's interesting. Considering there are no ghosts for Morty to have, I'm okay with him having Ho-Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have Gengar, because yeah. Agatha has Gengar. Yeah. And he doesn't even get Miss Magus, because they gave that to Fantina. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, makes no sense. issue with Morty with Ho-Oh. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there we go. Um, Pokemon Global Link this week was uh, also shut down. Which is, uh, which is good? Question mark? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's better, it's better than it was. I'll be that, I'll be completely frank. Because, uh, Global Link was always annoying. Like, I think that was the barrier of entry for a lot of these global competitions. Was that you had to go online and then register for it and then play. And now Mm -hmm. that's gone. Like, if we were, there's a global competition going on this weekend. If I want to play in it, I can go right now and sign up. And go play. Uh, I think you have to sign up before. The no, events, no, probably. <laughs> At least it's not that hard to sign up for it anymore. Probably. You it's it's so, it's so like, easy oh, to okay. sign up for it. Um, you do get the ball guy shirt for this one, which is kind of cool. And I'm a little upset if you're telling me I can't sign up. I can't just jump in right now. I'm a little upset. No, you can't. I realized that last night when I wanted no, to. No, I want ball guy I shirt. I didn't get one either, Thatch. <laughs> I'm so sad. Okay. I signed up. I haven't played anything yet. You but. don't have to. I think you just get ball guy shirt. <laughs> no, you, you might have, have to play, play one, one game. game. Well, you have to one play game. one game. Oh, man. Uh, we also got a new trailer for the Pokemon movie Coco. He's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, it's not that exciting. No Cocoa still. Not so that exciting. Not it's not that exciting. Um <laughs> I'm really just disapp- a uh, man. I'm going to, we can talk about it later. I'm very disappointed with the movie. Shiny Celebi was going. in it. Yeah. Shiny cool. Celebi's in it, which is kind of cool. Uh, which means there might be a Shiny Celebi distribution. It's going to be coming. Only oh, that's in what Japan with movie ticket receipt. No. It's fine. No, that's how you get Zaruda. Um, so you get Zaruda. Zarud. That's how you get Zarud. You only have your ticket and then it comes to the U.S. on a scratch off ticket. Um, and. <laughs> The uh, Battle Villa facility is now live in Masters as well. So if you wanted to uh, to go battle, I don't know what the Battle Villa does, Sigma. You're gonna uh, you get to choose like nine trainers a day and you get oh. to go through with the same amount of HP per battle. There's mm-hmm. like 25 battles you get to do over the course of two weeks. That's kind of nice. Got it. So Yeah, it's kind of cool. Each day you get reset on HP and you get to bring new trainers if you want. So That's cool. It's a nice little... Uh, but it keeps the status and how far you've gone, and it keeps, like, the HP of the last person you battled as well. So hmm. Got it. It's, okay. That's cool. Yeah, it's a nice little battle gauntlet. That's nifty. Um, and then I think the thing that we were fawning over very much so before this started was that uh, <laughs> there, there are new Pokemon shirts released. So for those of you who don't know, OriginalStitch.com uh, has a deal with Pokemon where you can essentially make a shirt. Uh, with these Pokemon designs for each of the original 151 Pokemon. They've now added 20, uh, uh, 20 Johto Pokemon to the mix there as well. Um, I, I want to get to the list because I was in checkout because I'm definitely buying one of these shirts. Um, there, uh, I, I have a list. I will, I, w- I want to look at them though and ooh and ah at the same time that you talk about it though. Um, so, <laughs> okay. so, uh, the, these shirts are really cool. Uh, most importantly, they come in Hawaiian shirt, which I think is a very important thing to state. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there is uh, a uh, there is a very particular Pokemon that has a Hawaiian yes. shirt. 
Yes. Uh, we'll, we will get there in a minute. Um, and so you can actually do pockets and stuff too, which is really cool. Um, but Hawaiian shirts with pocket, uh, they're lame. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so the 20 Pokemon we have, we, one, one of them is Chikorita, which looks pretty nice. Um, we also have, uh, we also have Cyndaquil, um, which also looks actually pretty nice. I'm a fan of that yeah. coloring on that Cyndaquil. I'm a fan. I might get two shirts. Um, and then, uh, more importantly, there's a Totodile one, uh, which is Totodile Hawaiian shirt. And he bites on the little stripes and it's very adorable. Um, uh, there's a, uh, there's a Spinarak, uh, Spinarak, which is really cool. I mean, they're all cool. I'm going to stop saying that. Uh, Pichu. That's not true. Not all of them are cool. Pichu, Togepi. There's a Skip Bloom and a Jumpluff, but no Hopip. That means they haven't finished Hopip. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's Sunflora. I mean, these are like pretty Gen 2 Pokemon. I guess all Gen 2 Pokemon are Gen 2. That Sunflora face looks terrifying. Yeah, it does. Uh, there's Quagsire, which is very subtle. Like, you could probably wear that to like a business meeting as like a business casual and nobody would know it's a Quagsire <laughs> shirt because it's just like basic plaids, um, with like Quagsires in the squares. Um, mm-hmm. it's very cute. Uh, there's a slow king one, which is also very cool. Um, giraffe rig is nifty. Which is not, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not that great. It's kind of terrifying, actually. The pine co <laughs> look like pineapples. I'm into that. And it's though. actually great. I'm really into that. Uh, pine co pineapple shirt. Um, very cool. Um, then we've got, uh, scissor, which is all right. I don't think that one's that great either. I can't quite see what's happening in that one. Yeah. It, well, I think that's the point. Um, and then there's Delibird, everybody's favorite. I think I'll get that for Christmas. Um, there's Mantine. Mantine uh, looks pretty good. It's very It's subtle. nifty. It's very subtle. I like the more subtle ones. Like, they do a really good job, like, making each Pokemon, sh- like, design unique at Original Stitch. And Stantler's really cool. Uh, actually not. I lied. It's like Paisley with Stantler faces. Um, Smeargle's out of stock. I can't even click on it to enlarge it. That's so sad. Um, it's paint splatter with small smeargles on it. Uh, there's a smoochum, which is okay. It feels very nineties. Um, and I, I, I don't think I could seriously wear looks it. Looks like a rug. And then there's a blissy sure. one. <laughs> there's blissy, but I'm probably buying the totodile one. And I, I wanted to say this to you guys. So like, not only is it like a totodile Hawaiian shirt. So like for those of you at home, that's wears a lot of Hawaiian shirts. I own enough Hawaiian shirts that I can wear a different one for like eight or nine days straight. Um, and this That's is a way to say you have eight or nine Hawaiian shirts. Yes. But okay. Yes. Yes. But it's more dramatic if I say it that way. And <laughs> some of them, some of them are actually from Hawaii. Uh, one of them is from Hawaii and it's terrible. It's like my least favorite one. Um, oh, that's sad. well, it's because it's like from the cheap place in Hawaii, not like the good place in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a tourist. Yeah. Hawaiian yeah. It's shirt. like a tourist Hawaiian shirt. So it's like, it's garbage. Um, yeah, but I like, I did it so I could say I did it. Um, but. This one's really cool. Not only that, but, um, so another fun fact about Thatch, that Thatch also really likes the Beach Boys. Um, and <laughs> if you look at any, like, album covers of, like, early Beach Boys, they're wearing, like, these really, like, just blue and white pinstripe shirts, which this looks almost exactly like, but with Totodiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this is, this is, like, the most Thatch shirt that's ever existed and is going to be purchased. Um, the only problem, like, I will say, like, these, these are not, like, cheap shirts whatsoever. No. Um, this is, like. You're going, I've got 20 bucks, I can buy a shirt. I wish. No. They're $100. This better feel like silk, man. Like, this better be the best feeling Hawaiian shirt I've ever had. Um, and, (laughs) because I'm, I'm gonna buy it. Um, uh, Thatch's birthday's coming up, so if anybody else wants to buy it for Thatch, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, throwing it out there, Ryan. Um. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> wow. First Ryan call out in a while, buy me a hundred dollars uh, shirt. Uh, sure, right. A new year. Uh, I don't expect new him disposition to. disposition uh, towards Ryan. No, I, uh, also, hi, Mark. Uh, and then, there you go. Uh, hi, Mark. Ryan, and, you can and will be replaced. Buy him a shirt. <laughs> hi, Mark. Uh, so moving on though, uh, we, there's some other cool things that have happened outside of the, we spent so long talking about these shirts. Like, holy crap. Um, uh, okay. Uh, then we're going to be start, starting series three of online battling. It's going to be out, uh, by the time this is out. So you can go play in series three. It allows things like Incineroar in the fire game. Rapidash. Yeah, fire Rapidash. Yeah. Fire Rapidash. Fire Rapidash. Uh, I think, I think Psychic Fairy Rapidash is better, but that's just me. It is. Um, it is, but it's not saying much. Yeah. The bar was really low for that one. It's like saying the original Stunvesk was better too. Yeah. Which it is. Uh, uh, so, is. so in terms of Pokemon Go, uh, the only things that we really want to talk about right now are there are tickets for the Safari Zone event, uh, available in Philadelphia. You can buy them within the Pokemon Go app. Tickets are $12 or $8 for early access with an additional $8 for a City Explorer Pass. I have no idea what a City Explorer Pass is. Um, uh, it is. The ticket from the Regigigas event part two. Oh, cool. That's nifty. Ish. That's nifty. <laughs> uh, that's nifty. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I, I, it'll probably be sold out <laughs> by the time you hear this. That's okay. Uh, actually, no, it'll probably, Saturday will be sold out. That's, that's my thought process. Saturday will be sold out. Um, I think they just announced a bunch of stuff for Go yesterday too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went over those shirts so long. Yeah. Those shirts were fantastic though. Um, Pokemon Home, uh, they, they fixed the hyper training issue. Uh, there's still more bugs. My favorite one is the, uh, Ninjaskin Shininja one. Um, that's uh. fantastic. Um, so for the, for those of you who are uninitiated, uh, if you put a Ninjask into, um, if you put a Ninjask or a, not a Ninjask and indicate it into Pokemon Home and then pull it out into Pokemon Sword and Shield and then go ahead and evolve that Ninkata into both a Ninjask and a Shininja. Um, when you put the Ninjask and the Sheninja into Pokemon Home, the Ninjask will disappear because they have, they, some, some way they index everything. Yeah, they mm-hmm. register the Pokemon as like its own entity, but when you have, yeah, a, when you evolve a Ninkata, I guess it creates a clone. Essentially, yeah. Yep. So it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, other than that, we have some Puckle news. There's a, there's a couple things going on. Um, our giveaway for, uh, for Obstagoon is over. Uh, for those of you in the Patreon thing, um, there, there's like a lot of things I want to go over actually, uh, but that's over. So Obstagoon's done for the patrons, but we are going to go ahead, uh, and we're going to be doing shiny fossils for the $10 patrons and then a shiny fossil of your choice for the $5 patrons. Um, so go, so watch out for that. We're going to be announcing dates probably next week for that, uh, when that's going to happen. Um, we are also introducing a new reward for the $25 tier. Um, we have a bot that was working, um, and it seems to be very stable and work very nicely, um, on the discord server where you can, uh, essentially send in any like Pokemon showdown set that you want, and it'll actually trade that to you. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, uh, that's going to be something that we're going to give access to our $25 patrons for, uh, to use, uh, mostly so that it doesn't get like overloaded. The other thing is, Mm -hmm. um, uh, because we have this bot and it can do some really cool things, um, it can do some other stuff outside of just like giving you whatever you want. Um, just for like the general community, I'm looking into hosting Twitch streams where you can probably hop onto the Twitch stream and get uh, get like a shiny Pokemon that we decided to give away that week. Um, 
Maybe like shiny. We'll start with like something small, like shiny Charmander or something like that. And we can move on from there. Everyone loves a Charmander. But yeah, just watch. So if you haven't followed Twitch already, do that. Um, in addition to that, if you want a chance at a free copy of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, go to our Twitter account or Discord server or wherever, because we, we've posted a giveaway for that. That ends on, uh, I believe Thursday. So mm-hmm. go ahead and join that if you haven't already. We would really appreciate it. It helps, uh, it helps people become more aware of the contest, helps people find Puckle, and it just makes Puckle a better place to be and hang out. So if, uh, if, yeah, if any of that tickles your fancies, go ahead and do that. Uh, outside of that though, guys, I think that's it. We're gonna change gears and kick things on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. <laughs> And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where you quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Sigma and Linian are going to be operating together as a team to attempt to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that come straight from our Discord server. If you want to submit trivia questions, that's the place to go. Go to Discord. Link, as always, is in the show notes. Let me say that one more time. Discord, you can join it if you open up the show notes. Like right now, let's, like, let's look at your phone, pull up the show notes, link. You can click it. Should be on our Twitter too. It is also on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. Nobody looks at anything though. <laughs> Nobody reads anything. Um, so please go ahead and do that. But, but today, uh, they have five questions brought to you guys from our community over on Discord. You can tr- submit your own trivia questions. They will be trying to answer them and get one point a piece per each question, except for that one question that's worth two or three, depending on how badly they do. And then from there, they will go ahead and uh, if they get all the questions correct without using any without using any helpers, they have a lifeline that they can use as a hint. If they don't use it, they get uh, they can cash in for an extra point. So uh, they are competing against their fellow co-hosts in a race of thirty points. Whoever gets there first wins a prize that I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know anymore. This segment, as always, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for awesome, cool anime gravy stuff. I just, I, I mean, I have a lot of their stuff in Pokemon stuff in my closet because I've been trying to clean my office and like clean everything out and organize better. And I was just like, oh man, I have a lot of this. We need to start giving it away on stream or something. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, if you want to get, you know, if you want to give away some art on stream, this is, yeah, this is your chance, guys. Come to the streams. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump into these questions. Our first question is going to be from Ginger Bogey on the Discord. And their question is, what is the only move to have switched damage categories twice, and by damage categories, physical and special? Interesting. Uh, I can think. I know Water Shuriken did it once. Once. I could guess that maybe it's a fairy type move. Maybe. Um. So it would have had to have had two revisions. One. Oh, you know phys- what? It's bite. It was a normal type. Then it went to a dark type. So it was special. Then it went to a physical again. Yes, bite. Yep, 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 yep. Bite is correct. Uh, it did, just like you said, Sigma. It went, went from physical as a normal type move, went to a dark type move, so it's changed to special, and then switched back to a physical move when the physical special split happened in Gen 4. I forget dark was special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a weird time. Every evolution is a special type, plus dragon. I mean, I, I, I know that, but for some reason, it still doesn't sink <laughs> in that when I bite your face... Yeah. 
I'm actually hurting you with my brain power. I'm hurting. I'm hurting your feelings. It always felt like Ghost and Dark should have been switched. Yeah. Right. I'm hurting your feelings. That's what it means. Oh, yeah, that was a good question. I like that. All right. Our next question is going to be from. I, I guess we'll keep the same vein of questions. This is from Chams. What Gen One normal type move became flying type in all subsequent generations? Gust. Gust normal. Yeah. Gust is correct. <laughs> there we go. Good job, guys. You got this. Oh, man. I don't know if either of these Pokemon Pokedex entry questions are going to be easy or not. All right. So this next question is from Yamper Lover on the Discord server. Mm. It is your Pokedex entry question, as always. Is it Yamper? Uh, I wish. It's, it's Sword Pokedex entry reads, after captivating opponents with its sweet scent, it lashes them with its thorny whips. Who's that Pokemon? Sounds like a Rosalia. Sounds like Roserade or Serena, maybe? But those don't seem thorny. Usually that those talks about those talk about kicking. Yeah, I, I don't think it's Serena. I think it's probably like the Roselia line somewhere. Is that more Roselia or Roserade then? Uh I don't know which one has whips. Both of them. Uh, you know what? I think that's a Roserade thing, because I think that's like a, a performative aspect of it. Okay. Yeah, we can go with that. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that's like thorny. I mean, unless it's like Barrowthorn, but I don't see that attracting things. You don't you don't see a Ferrothorn and just think that with a little wax and some polish that could be a beautiful Pokemon. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, I think Roserade final answer. <laughs> Roserade is correct. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Good for you guys. Good. Uh our next so you're three for three. Our next question is worth two points, one for each answer. This one is from Lord Snorlax. And he wants to know what types are never gained upon evolution. And there's two of them. Well, we know bug is because you never become a bug. Nope. Bug is a shape. We have established this. (laughs) Good callback. You want to call back? (laughs) What's what's really bad is I don't remember how long ago that callback was. And that might be like a year and a half ago. It's probably about we were still doing cut ins at the beginning of the episode. Oh, God. It was within the past year. I don't remember the other one, though. Um, It's not water, because Azuril... Azuril? That's the name of... Yes, Azuril exists. Mm-hmm. It's not fighting. Does anything ever gain a normal type? Huh. Do, 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 like, are there babies? Or Galarians that... Like, do you ever gain a normal type? I Yeah, I'm a ground type, but now I feel like I'm a normal ground type. I got less inspired, you know? I just... I started conforming. <laughs> I wanted to be immune to ghost. That's all I wanted. I just there's what where are my Pokemon that become normal type? Pokemon that get to college and just realize they don't want to be quirky. They want to enjoy things like sitting at home and watching TV and bread with mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm being serious though. I don't know what kind of Pokemon would add a normal type. I don't think of any either. I'm just trying to double check the other types and fill time, interestingly. <laughs> what about rock? Oh, no, Choodle exists. Oh, yes, Choodle. Adorable little turtle. I can't think of anything else. I mean, going over other types. Dark? Nope. Yeah, I'll go with normal. Normal and bug are correct. No Pokemon gain those types upon evolution. (laughs) I don't blame them. Could you imagine being the Pokemon that becomes normal upon evolution? (laughs) I was reading something the other day that described normal type as just, it's just, it just means it's made of flesh. It just means it's an animal. <laughs> like, that's all this is. It's just an animal. Animal-mon. You, you have an animal, and you're just putting it up against dragons. 
Uh, and I'm just like, I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty apt description. That's how I describe Chansey. And <laughs> that's how I describe Sawsbuck. What is Chansey but a flesh lump? Uh, so speaking speaking of normal types, our last question is a base deck question as always. And we want to know, this one's from Ribby, our, our trivia master. What normal type Pokemon has the lowest base stat total? Huh. Huh. Um, Iglybuff comes to mind. Iglybuff is kind of trash. So is Cleffa, though. Cleffa isn't a normal type. Oh, yeah, it isn't anymore. Same with- But Iglybuff still is. It's both. Azuril is not a normal fairy type, is it? It is. It is. Azuril is pretty bad because Meryl is pretty bad already. Yeah. Um. Um. Like Igglybuff at least has an HP stat. I yeah, guess. it has like a ninety in HP or something. Something ridiculous. I, I I'll go with you on Azuril. Um, Skitty's bad, but it's not that bad. Like Hapini has like a million HP, so I don't. Yeah, think no, that's it can't the case. be Hapini. Even if it has like a five, five, and fifteen in attack, defense, and special attack, it's still I got. Don't think it's that I bad. I think it's like a ninety-five HP. Like it's something ridiculous. So, what's your final answer? Whereas Azuril has nothing. <sighs> Azuril over Igglybuff? Like, if it's not think? a baby Pokemon, we're we're done for. But Azuril over Igglybuff, you think? I think so. Okay, final answer. Azuril is correct. You hey! guys, you guys have swept trivia today. You guys got seven points for yourselves. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which, yeah, I mean, this hasn't happened in a while. I don't think. Uh, so you should you should feel proud. So that does change up the rankings pretty significantly, as you can imagine, giving you guys a, a commanding lead, actually, over your co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Currently in first place, we have Linian with 19 points. In second place, we have Sigma with 15 points. In third place, we have Whimsicott with 10 points. Tied for fourth is P- Sublime and P. McGee with nine points apiece. Following that up, are is Dr. Shamu in sixth place with six points, tied for seventh, Seth Vilo and Jushiro with five. In ninth, we have Basket with four, and in tenth, we have Scrawn with three. Catch us later, guys, uh, for some more Puckle trivia action and see who wins and climbs to the top of the co-host ladder next time on Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Until then, we're going to take a short break and be right back at you with the topic. Once again, we have a code for you guys if you want to join the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX giveaway that we are doing on our Twitter and other social medias. You guys can go ahead and enter in code PUCKLEDLC to try to get another 30 entries. So go ahead, go on over to that giveaway, and you can probably get yourself some more points. So yeah, I will catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon Day what it is, how it went, and if we can make it better. Uh, so Pokemon Day 2020, uh, I would have to say, in terms of Pokemon Days without an announcement, mm. was a pretty good Pokemon Day. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it, I thought it, it was it a pretty good Pokemon I mean, I thought it was done very well, and I think part of that, yeah. they lent themselves to creating Swish in the way that they've created Swish. Um, yeah. I will not say that base Swish is the best game. I do think, I, I do really appreciate what they're doing with raids. It's not just one static thing that they put in the game. It's like something that they actively update and they care about and they try to make it something. They, they're, they're essentially turning it into Pokemon Go, but I can sit on my couch and do it, which is which is really nice. Raids would have sucked in Gen 4. Uh. Yes. Yes, I absolutely agree. I, I think I think what they did was they really took this idea of like, hey, people like to play together and do these things. 
and let's do raids and have get people together and have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Nintendo which is I, boldly going into 2016 and realizing that people want patches. Yeah, yeah. So. I I think this is uh, like I would I would describe this almost like Splatoon um, to an yeah. extent. This is almost Splatoon. Um, except you have to pay for your expansions. Except but, you have yeah. to pay for your expansions. Yeah, I well, you have to pay for the Octo expansion technically. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. I'm perfect. I'm perfectly okay with them paying for the ex- paying for expansions. Like, I I feel very confident that they're just gonna fill the whole decks with another round of expansions next year. They just don't want to drop like two years of expansions on us at once. Say never hey, go to full to pay, Sakurai. Yeah, you'll you have d- to pay sixty dollars overall. Yeah, they don't want to go. Oh, if you want it, the whole thing is gonna be sixty dollars. No, they. I think it's easier to swallow if you say two thirty dollar installments. And you don't let them know about the second one. Yeah. I think I think that's what you do. I, I think that this that's very likely we're going to get two two DLCs in twenty twenty one. Maybe a game in twenty twenty one. I don't even know if we're going to get a game. Um, we'll but, see. I mean, they could wrap it up with just one more expansion for like twenty bucks if they really wanted to. Yeah, if they. Yeah, I agree with that. I I don't know if I if I expect a game in twenty twenty one. I might expect like let's go ish type do, stuff. They might do something. Uh, they might go a full Torna the Golden Country route. Where they do a uh, full game release that is that you can do as a as an expansion to a base game if you already mm-hmm. have that. So there's another yeah. campaign on your Switch cartridge that uh, you can get to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened um, because, like, next year you have to think it is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. You know? Yeah. So they oh, should do something. They got next the year. big balloons coming. Next year, next year is the 25th anniversary, and that I think is what video game developers usually like treat as like their big anniversary mm-hmm. in terms of franchises. Like even Zelda did that um, with Skyward Sword. Insert yeah, insert Wii slight disappointment. Cool. Um, but like <laughs> I like the Golden Wii mode. I I did not mind Skyward Sword. I do think some of the controls were wonky, but I thought the Golden Wii mode was cool too. I vividly remember. I did not own a Wii Motion Plus, and we had to track one down like the day after Christmas. That was yeah. An adventure. I, <laughs> That's that. Those are the memories I always remember. <laughs> we motion plus. Like I, Dear. I remember the year. I remember um the year that Amiibo came out for Christmas, and then we could get back to Pokemon. Well, so like I specific, I specifically told my wife. Um, she was my fiance at the time. I said I do not want any Amiibo for Christmas, and she goes, "Why? They look really cool, and I think that would be something you enjoy." I go, "That's the problem. I'm going to enjoy it too much, <laughs> and I'm gonna want, and I'm gonna want to collect them all." Until and, Animal Crossing flooded the market and killed this entire market on it, but whatever. And then, and then she's just like, and she's like, she's like, I don't believe you. And then she ended up buying me like four or five of like the original twelve amiibo, and we spent that like just after Christmas, <laughs> we spent like three days driving around Columbus, Ohio, looking for the <laughs> remaining amiibo that we were missing. Uh, I just, I just, you I weren't really finding a mind amiibo if you didn't get Martha. <laughs> And then, and then, like the next six came out, and that was fun. I remember, like, we ran to a GameStop <laughs> because we heard they had one pit. <laughs> oh no! And that, so that that was a fun time that first year of Amiibo releases. Yeah, fun in quotes. But back to Pokemon Day, um, <laughs> and not that just Amiibo addiction. Uh, Pokemon Day, I thought was, I think it's going to be. I thought it was handled really well um, this year. Uh, with the they added the Mewtwo raid, which I thought was really cool. Um, I w- wished it was always there, but Linian sobered me up. Um, and uh, but it, it's it's I really appreciate the Mewtwo raid. I really like that they put the other Kanto starters in the raids as well. Um, yes. Fire, fire, flame orb drops are pretty great. Um, and yeah. toxic orb drops. I do 
I do wish that the Charmander was uh, Gigantamax capable. That would have been nice. Mm. I, they just yeah, but then they you have just the whole made, like, but these two have Gigantamax eventually. Why can't we just have these be? Yeah. yeah, but they also just legalized Gigantamax Charizard with its hidden ability, and they didn't give an event for it. So, you know, it would have been nice. Yeah, just I, I can see it. I can also just see why they didn't. I don't think it was a great idea. I can just see the rationale. Like, yeah. the, the way I would have made it better this year... I mean, there's two things you could have done, I think, to make it like wait, like because we had the Pokemon like vote for your favorite Pokemon thing happen mm-hmm. um, and like Greninja won the whole thing. I think it would have been really cool if they would have done it as a surprise, if they would have been like, oh, well, we put Greninja in the game in raids. Like, I understand not doing it because, oh, models and stuff like that. And it's it's against our plan. But like they would have probably been able to see it weeks ago. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I think I it would have been. Think they I think it would have been cool. That- the winner was going to be in Sword and Shield, so they would have it instead of Mewtwo be that Pokemon. I but then wouldn't it was be surprised. Greninja, and they went crap, and then pulled the Mewtwo lever. Yeah. Greninja didn't just barely win. It, yeah, it won, it won yeah. by like a forty thousand vote lead. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think they were hoping Charizard was going to win. I honestly think I, that's what it was. Yep, or Mewtwo. <laughs> like they would have accepted Mewtwo. I think they thought Charizard was going to win, but I think. I think it would have been cooler if they would have if there would have been more repercussions from that because I that was like I saw that stream and I'm like oh okay this is cool. a thing I guess it's cool, a Pokemon cool, that's not cool, available cool, in cool. Go or a lot Sergeant. a lot of the a lot of the top Pokemon on that weren't in Sword and Shield which I thought was pretty funny huh? uh, like uh, no only like, a couple of them um, there was Gar- literally just Greninja and Garchomp and Rayquaza and Rayquaza yeah, three, yes three okay, and we know two of those are coming back yes yeah. Somehow we don't know the winner's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Been a great time to announce. <laughs> hey, Greninja's uh, coming. I don't know. It, I, I mean, I imagine Greninja's coming anyway. But with TPCI being as close, like it might be 2021 when Greninja's coming. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think they're just. Maybe. I think they're being TPCI 2019 and keeping it tight lift um, because they're TPCI. Because that went so well last time. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm gonna be completely honest. I think 2020 TPCI is a completely different company than T- 2019 TPCI. <laughs> They've come across that way so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a completely different company. I don't think 2019 TPCI would have said, "Yeah, you can use Incineroar next month." Yeah. Sure. I don't yeah. think that's something that they had planned. I think that was like an audible. It's like, oh crap, people are asking about this. Um. That's sure. what it makes me think like like we we've talked before about the DLC coming out and being like oh this was planned the entire time and I'm just like I I don't know. I mean they had to have known been Yeah, they had to it. have included that just in you, you can't just integrate DLC in a post patch. Like there has to be some bridges. Uh I I could see they have left themselves bridges but I don't know if they were just like oh we're going to do this. I think they might have been like Urshifu and this guy would be really cool. And that we'll was probably yeah. That's probably about it. And I I think then they're like the clamoring for for Pokemon uh, the national decks. I think that might have had an effect. I really think it might have had an effect, especially on like employee morale and stuff like that. It might have pushed it quicker. It might have pushed it a little bit. Like because I what I imagined the original plan was, hey, let's do more games and you can inevitably get everything. Um, and I I honestly think this considering is part, that's this, what their platform was when they were going yeah. and showing the game around. It's like, no, we're not patching it. Yeah, we're not patching it. There's not going to be any DLC. We have no plans to do that. Curb your enthusiasm, music plays. <laughs> I, 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 see, I can see why and I can see why not at the same time. But back to Pokemon Day. 
Uh, Pokemon Go did a good job, too. I thought they did a good job. I mean, yeah. considering the last couple years, it was just like Hat Pikachu. Yeah, I think, I honestly, like I said, I think this is the best non-release Pokemon Day that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, non-announcement, yeah. Yeah, I like non-announcement Pokemon Day, because like Pokemon Day 2016 is when we got the Sun and Moon like announcement, and it was also the 20th anniversary, so it was like the first time they really celebrated Pokemon Day and decided now it's this holiday thing that they're doing. Yeah, they released um, red, blue, yellow. They re- the yeah, that was really hype, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. That, that was exciting. Everyone was playing all at once. I was very excited about that because, like, being able to play Pokemon on the virtual console, like the OG Pokemon like that, and being able to still trade is yes. so cool. Like, because that was always the thing that I was worried about. I'm like, they can put it on a virtual console, but how are you going to trade? And they figured out a way around it. Like, those guys know what's up. I'm so happy with that. Yeah, that was such a good Pokemon day. And then they had like Jay Wits back when he was a big player in the community of Pokemon. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was a stream that was like eight hours long that day that like was mm-hmm. just on the Pokemon channel. It was like Jay Wits, Shady Penguin, a couple other people. Um, and they were just playing Pokemon and having fun. I don't know. It was re- that was really cool to see. But that was also like back in the day when like Pokemon tu- PokeTubers were like, I-, I don't want to say more personable, but... They were all doing scripted videos. Yeah, they were all doing scripted videos rather than, hey, I'm battling. Hey, I'm going to talk about the news for the next 10 minutes because, you know, we have to hit that ad revenue ratio thing. Yeah, I think that was – I think it was a much different type of content that came out because of that. Mm -hmm. But still, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. It was. It was a very good time. I was very happy with it. And then like the two Pokemon days after that, they were like, yeah, it's kind of a thing. Uh, Here's a Pikachu in Pokemon Go wearing a little party hat. Yeah, uh, that was fun. yeah. I thought it was cute. You enjoyed Pokemon Day, right? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I, they did pretty cool there. I thought I thought that was cool. I think 2017. We said there was like nothing that happened. I think, no, was, like I said, the next two years were literally just Pikachu's and party yeah, hats. it was like Pikachu's yeah. and party hats. I I like that they actually took it this year and did something with it though. Like they they did a lot because we also. I mean, the thing that we haven't talked about is Zarude because it's not that exciting. Um, no, it's but, it, wow, it's a grass dark with. Li- <laughs> With Leaf Guard? Ability. It's, <laughs> it looks like someone wanted to make a regional Pissimian and then went, I don't think we want to do Gen 7s as Galarian forms, but they couldn't bring themselves to get rid of the design. So they went, Man. guess it's a mythical now. A mythical that lives in packs. It's a mythical it, that lives in packs. And yeah. Honestly, we'd have been okay if we'd never saw it. <laughs> I Well, so the, pro- the, the problem I have with this is like, because Linny and I talked about this when DLC was announced. Like, hey, we found this really cool way to make Pokemon uh, or mythical Pokemon good with DLC and they actually matter. They have stories with them. And I'm just like, yeah, this is the way they should just do it from here on out. They should just like they should just be DLC mythical Pokemon. I I don't think there's any I don't think. And then and then and then it's just like, hey, by the way, we're having a mythical that exists for a movie. And it's just like, cool. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. You were the chosen one. Yeah, I was just like. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, I was like, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> I just want to, uh, I didn't want to deal with that. That was so bad. Uh, <laughs> it was, it, it, the design is not great either. It, the design's not Doesn't great. Help. The typing's not awesome or anything. And it's not unique. It's, I, I think it's this is grass monkey in, in a, I think this a is grass monkey in a generation with a starter that's a grass monkey. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just something that I'm like, I'm like the least excited for this mythical out of any mythical that I've ever seen. Like, I mean, Meloetta was pretty. Melmetal, you think? Uh, no, Meloetta. 
Oh, Meloetta. Meloetta yeah. at least. Meloetta like, didn't even have a movie. I don't know why it's a mythical. That's I true. That Meloetta exists constantly. Yeah. It's not good. No, it's not. It's uh, cool design, at least. Like it has that going for it. It's just fine. <laughs> it's uh, it's okay, I guess. It like, should have just been a regular legendary in that generation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know about that. It could have just been a single stager that you find off in a ruin somewhere, and I'd be like, "Cool, that's an interest. That's a thing. That's a, that's a like Pokemon. they still haven't fixed it so that you can have pirouette form in your party. I collected this. Like, that's how little they care about it. I'm so like confused by this Pokemon existing, and it's okay if it just doesn't exist. I was like, so I was hoping that it was going to be like. Um, it was going to be some like middle ground between um, Hatterene and um, and Grimmsnarl mm. because like Hatterene and Grimmsnarl have like this intricate like relationship where like they're just both psych or both fairy type they're Pokemon that type deal with hair hair Pokemon and one's only male and one's only female and it would have been really cool if we would have had like another like a third one to go along with that that would have been really cool as like a mythical Galarian Tangela mm. Galarian Tangela there we go and that it's might. Hair. There's there's Wait, zero that's chance. Just <laughs> there's a chance that 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 exists somehow um, in yeah, the future. That's something I was surprised that they didn't do for Pokemon Day was just show off a little bit more of the uh, Isle of Armor. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. More Galarian form. They could have been. Hey, here's Slowbro. Yeah, like we know Slowbro exists. Like hopefully there's another Galarian form out there somewhere. I think the problem that is if they show Slowbro, everybody's gonna be like, I have my Slowpoke and I want to evolve into Slowbro now. Right. That's why I said you could show something else that's a Galarian mm. form in the DLC. I think I don't think we're gonna get much more in terms of like I love armor stuff until like April or May. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't need to see a lot for that. Because honestly, I think uh, honestly, with the amount of information we have for I love armor, I'm perfectly content with no info drops until the game comes out. I just think without like kind of boring Zarud was. It would have been something to excite people. Yeah, I think they were yeah. trying. I think I think this was just a misstep on TPCI, thinking, oh, people are going to get excited for the same old like song. People and dance. get excited for this Pokemon they've never seen, but also yeah. it's a mythical, so you can't use it anyway in most competitions. Yeah, well, even that, like, I think it would have been more exciting if it would have come out today. I think I think Pokemon Day is a better time to drop a mythical Pokemon than a movie because, first of all, the U.S. didn't even get an official announcement for that movie um yet whatsoever no they're still retweeting and saying hey check back soon a retweet from the from the uh international tpci account retweeting the japanese tpci account yeah it's like check back soon for more info check back soon there might be a movie next december on netflix wink 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 or next pokemon day yeah next pokemon (laughs) day next pokemon day so that's that's excited for zarude it's like, no, I'm not excited. For I'm not excited for Zerud, and you can't make me. I just don't care about it. Yeah. Oh, no, man. It does. It's fine. No, it's fine. He's a monkey. Yeah. He's a boring monkey. There's better monkeys in this game. There are yeah. grass monkeys in this game, and I don't even like them. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say bad things about Thwacky? How dare you? <laughs> Thwacky's the best grass monkey. Best grass he boy. Is. It's not competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! I I don't know. I think they could have done better. I think I think if we would have got more info from for Isle of Armor, would have worked. Uh, personally, I just think they when they announced Isle of Armor, I feel like they really just kind of 
blew the whole thing out right like i think they used up all the ammo you could get for isle of armor because they gave us all of the all of the things that were happening in it i mean there are further details that we could see still uh i think it would have been if they would have held off in the original announcement and been like uh and like they could have hidden apricorn balls from me right they could have (laughs) hidden like that from me and then brought it out today or this week and it'd be like oh that's really exciting um, like, and I'm sure there's more Gigantamaxes in Isle of Armor too, but we don't need to see those. Right. The now. other, the other way they could have made Thwacky good, uh, like really good, is they could have shown you running into Thwacky, like in the overworld. Like, I think that would have been more hype. Like, literally, just that change, being like, oh, it went from a mythical that we got in our mystery gift box to, oh, it's a mythical that we have to go and do something to go get. You mean Zarude, not Thwacky, because uh, that's why. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah uh, but don't don't insult Thwacky that way. Um, if, if they would, if, <laughs> yeah, if, if they would have, uh, if they would have associate let, them. They are not the same. But if they would have like shown like Zarud in like a forest and you like run into it in game, I think that would have been cool, right? I think that would have been really cool. But no, we just go. Oh, here's Zarud in battle. Look, it used Power Whip. Was that the Power Whip animation, or was that something else? I couldn't actually. I tell. think that's Power Whip. I assume it learns power whip, even if that was a different move. Right, uh, it has little whips on it. There's own. like a there's like a non-zero chance it might have been frenzy plant, but nobody uses that. None it'd of that's exciting. Non-starter. No, it'd be the first non-starter to get frenzy plant. That's cool. That's no. cool. Pay attention to it. Like it. <laughs> no, I just lackey. I call. I call. I just think the rude's just like a really bad misstep. It's just. It, yeah, it's just really bad. I mean, had- they, I, I think they obviously had Zarud planned since like Sword and Shield came out and like they're like, this is oh, not yeah. going to be our first mythical. Um, I, it's also really weird because like Sword and Shield don't have mythicals yet. I- and we, we typically get like a fairy one, uh, and, like a fairy in quotes, a like, a, pixie. Yeah, like a pixie, like a pixie, pixie is a good yeah. word, a better descriptor. And so like we usually get that, um, though, usually one of them that's got like the number hidden in their design, one of those. Um, and we haven't gotten that. Uh, I, I don't, I wouldn't classify Zarud as that. Um, but I could be wrong. Maybe they're just like, yeah, Zarud, look at him. He's a, he's a mythical. And it's just like, he doesn't feel very mythical to me. Good try though, James. <laughs> good try, James. You did good. I don't, I don't, it, it just looks pained. Yeah. Had, was there another mythical they could have like swapped it with? Yeah, right. Yeah, but it doesn't go in the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. It doesn't go into the jungle, so how else are you going to watch Pokemon the movie Coco and have any emotional attachment to it if you don't get a new Pokemon when you go to the movie? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the jungle. We're screwed when they switch. <laughs> Remember last year when they had to give away a Mewtwo? Yeah. And let's go. That was rough. They they yeah. had that they had a gap year last year, let's be honest. That was rough. We had a gap year. It's all right. We'll we'll at least get Zarude probably in the fall. Probably. <laughs> Maybe a Disney Plus movie. <laughs> so exciting (laughs) he's got to protect baby thwacky (laughs) like like i know i know like i've i and probably and i think linian to an extent as well has been uh, we've like both been we were just like yeah we there are no rules there's no way to predict like the pokemon company and like we get a little frustrated with that but now that i can predict like the move like like one to one to one what's gonna happen i am really upset by that like they've been doing such a good job like uh, usurping my expectations in like the past year, both good and bad ways. <laughs> it's not the what that word works. means, but I'm impressed you used it anyway. <laughs> yes, uh, they completely 
met expectations with releasing a new Pokemon just for a movie. Yeah, I'm just really disappointed it's only for a movie, and I'll be even more disappointed to find out it's just a mystery gift. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just a mystery gift, and I don't, like, I literally just want some NPC in the game to recognize that it exists. That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I want. I'm not even asking for much, but I know I'm just going to go to a kiosk at a GameStop. Well, no, GameStop won't exist by the time this comes out. I'm going to go to a kiosk (laughs) at a Target, and uh, I'll I'll get my Zarud. It'll be a Target. Yeah. It's not going to be. And you'll get it through Pokemon Home, too, just to make it all the worse. Remember remember that app? You had to, like, scan it. (laughs) The Pokepass that existed for all of, like, two distributions? Home can do that now. Home can do it. They used it for like Sunburned, Lunala, and Solgaleo. And yeah. And they used it for like a bunch, uh, like three Let's Go giveaways or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It was it was very unexciting. I, I do like that it it's an nice app so I don't have to talk to somebody. Because it reminds, me, yeah, of the, it reminds me of the days when like you'd go into GameStop with like your DS and like open it up in the back. And, yeah. and you, you'd download your distribution. You walk by like as they're closing outside yeah. and you're able to reach it. Yep. Never, yep. never having to go inside, and then you have a bunch of the distribution carts sitting in your house, so you can just do that whenever you want. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> I think I've got like five of those distribution carts. Oops, <laughs> I don't. Well, th- we can't use them for anything. Like, what else are we gonna do? Um, but yeah, uh, I think that they could have done better. I do think, in conclusion, that they they did a good job. Like they they did a good job. I wouldn't say they yeah. knocked it out of the park, but you know, maybe they got a double. They got on base. I mean, they went above and beyond last year when they showed. Not only did they show off the new games, but mm-hmm. they also showed the starters and the region compared to Sun and Moon's like, it exists. It's named Sun and Moon. I wonder if I, the DLC announcement was originally supposed to be for today. I, you I'm know, curious. I wouldn't be surprised because they, they decided to move it up in January. And I was like, this feels like they're pushing it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised um, if that were the case. I mean, there's, there's no way we're going to know, but... Nintendo was like, yeah, no, we're we're doing this uh, Animal Crossing Direct this day, and we don't want you to put it out. <laughs> we want you to start selling these DLC packs right now. Well, they want to do it before Animal Crossing comes out, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, good times, uh, good times, uh, yeah. I'm excited so, to see what next year brings. Yeah, I, I think with the next year might be more exciting with 25, and it's going to be on a Saturday. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for it to Ooh. be on a Saturday. Merrick is too. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to get Zarud number two, Electric Boogaloo. It's just uh, an Electric Dark type. Electric Dark type, and it's just as uninspired as It's actually as just a Luxray. <laughs> it's a fancy Luxray. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the Deonsi to a Luxray. Uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, we are going to kick it on over to the poke of the episode after this short break. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving. Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. 
Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes four minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 660, Diggersby Doe, the digging Pokemon. <laughs> it's sword Pokemon entry, uh, Pokedex entry reads, with power equal to an excavator, it can dig through dense bedrock. It is a huge help during tunnel construction. Yeah, Diggersby. That's literally every single Dex entry. <laughs> Uh, it only has two because that's like when they started doing that. Well, because Gen yeah. Seven didn't have Diggersby, so it didn't have a Diggersby entry, and then and then Sword and Shield just reuses it essentially. Actually, it doesn't use it word for word. It's just yeah. that they didn't make up new lore. <laughs> yes, Diggersby is uh, surprisingly not good. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Well, okay, I'll, I'll explain why it's good. It's it's good for the same reason as Zumarill's good. <laughs> Yes, uh, because it has huge power. Because its base stat, its base attack of fifty six is not anything that anybody cares about, unless you have huge power, which doubles that to essentially a hundred and twelve. Except even better, because it also doubles investment. Yes, exactly. So huge power is fantastic. Um, not many Pokemon get it. The only ones that get it are Azumarill, Diggersby, and Mega Isle, which no longer exists. And Hitmon, not Hitmonchan, but Metacham. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Regular Metacham got it. Regular yeah. Metacham's got it. Yep. Though I think it's pure power. A pure power, not huge power. It's the same. It's the exact same thing. It's just a different ability. It's a different name for the same ability. It's like variants to uh, Moldbreaker. Uh, on top of that, yeah. Diggersby's got a good typing. So, like, good for you, Diggersby. You've got good typing. I mean, normal ground isn't terrible. It was better when you had a good normal stab. That's true. He does no longer have a good normal stab <laughs> because return doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yep. It went the way of synchronize. I'm wondering if some of these moves are going to come back in the DLC. I don't need it. The fact they weren't in home makes me think otherwise. I'm okay with. Well, I think that's for different reasons because I think it'll be like a tutor thing. Maybe I don't know. We'll see how it works. But you can't remember them as the thing if they've been deleted. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's a good way to it's a good way to like redistribute it and get things that got out of hand looking at you toxic. <laughs> Except that one stayed. <laughs> yeah. Uh kind of sort of, but yeah. Yeah. Uh toxic got kind of all over the place and yeah, it, it wasn't a good time. But I mean, he does have he does have earthquake. He does get uh he does get body slam? Yes. Quick attack body slam. I assume it gets body slam. It does. It gets it by TR. So, like, that's his new normal stab, his body slam. Which is not as exciting. Not as, as exciting. But uh, this week, we did find a Diggers B team for BSS. Uh, we wanted to do VGC today, but then we realized Incineroar joins next week, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, let's go Let's go ahead and uh, break it down. Linian, tell us, tell us more about this Diggers B, though. That does not run body slam. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. 
Uh, so Diggers B has a speed of 78, which is awkward. So we're going to fix that by strapping on a blue scarf and suddenly it's faster. It's got huge power because of course it has huge power. Because it's a Diggers B. Yeah. Earthquake, foul play uh, for those times when your opponent's got a couple of max knuckles up and you just want to kill them. U-turn to bounce in and out and giga impact for the kill what is right in front of me button. Mm-hmm. Just be aware that ex- that uh, blah, 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 Aegislash and Dragapult exist. That's why Foul Play's there. Uh-huh. Foul Play's kind of scary against, like, Dragapults. Yeah. Foul Play would be scary against Dragapult, and I can imagine that Aegislash doesn't want to Foul Play either, so. Yeah. I th- I, it's not a bad, I mean, that's not that's a, not a bad Diggersby. Yeah, it's a, it's a set. I'm okay with that. I, I'm going to run this today. Following it up, we have uh, another... Uh, threat. We've got Specs, uh, Hydreigon with uh, Draco Meteor, Dark Pulse, Flash Cannon, and Flamethrower. This is like bog standard Hydreigon, more or less. Mm-hmm. For the Specs variant, it's got Levitate because it only gets Levitate. Have mm-hmm. fun. Have fun. So click the super effective button and watch things die. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you need to switch. That's when you click the Dynamax button. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then if you're just like, man, I need some fairy coverage with that dragon. <laughs> with that dragon. Speaking of the Dynamax button. <laughs> Speaking of the Dynamax button, we got this Togekiss here. That's just, it exists to Dynamax, you nasty plot in Dynamax and have some fun. It's running Serene Grace because it's a Togekiss. Uh, Lumberry because it's a Togekiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, to prevent any status. And so it's running Air Slash or Max Airstream. Uh, Dazzling Gleam, Flamethrower for stuff like Ferrothorn. Uh, and nasty plot, so you can nasty plot up and just get those booms. Rotom is the next fun one. It, this is a Rotom Heat, so electric fire type, with uh, with an assault vest. Levitate because it's a Rotom, and it's running overheat, volt switch, dark pulse, and then hyper voice. Gotta get past those subs. Yeah, gotta get past the subs. I guess like are they like is this somebody who is having trouble with whimsicots? Like <laughs> I, I I just I just wonder. Overheat is not enough. <laughs> Yeah, overheat was not well. Overheat doesn't break through the subs, so you just break through subs. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is interesting tech, like at the very least, like hyper voice, especially yeah. if you're just like I'm gonna go full offensive Rotom. Like, yeah, I guess hyper voice is the way to go because we're assault fest. So, like, I don't know what four attacks Rotom heat gets, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, get like, shadow ball, shadow yeah. shadow ball. But you're already running dark pulse. You're you're running dark pulse, which I think is better than shadow ball. Like, the only thing is Dark Pulse gets resisted by fighting types. like And fairies. And fairies. But, like, meh. You're not, you're not hitting those with Shadow Ball anyway. You might as well run Stab. <laughs> and then you're just like, yeah, Hyper Voice. I can break through subs, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. Like, Hyper Voice so I can break through subs if I want, maybe, one day. I don't know. Uh, take us home, Sigma. Oh, all right. So, next up, we've got... An Aegislash running that weakness policy, which used to be what was essentially like an exclusive item to Aegislash back in the day. Yeah. Back before Dynamaxing was a thing. That's where you'd see weakness policies when you saw them is because Aegislash will take the hit, then get out of shield form and smash something to little bits. Little, little bits. <laughs> uh, the attacks we're running are Shadow Sneak, Iron Head, Sacred Sword, and King Shield. Yeah, that's a, that's an Aegislash right there. Right. It's like, it's going to probably kill something and then die. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's kind of what Aegislash do, unless you're running those suicide Aegislash without King Shield. Mm-hmm. Then those get real scary. 
Yeah, that's true. And last up, we have Toxapex because I hate Toxapex. <laughs> we have the Regenerator ability holding Black Sludge because we're a Toxapex. <laughs> Most of this team is like, yeah, because it's this Pokemon. We could technically be running leftovers, but, you know, just in case somebody tries to steal our hold item. We Got that trick Obstagoon to... counterplay. Yeah, if they want a trick, they want a switcheroo. <laughs> no, they're taking the Black Sludge and they're taking some damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, the moveset is your standard Toxapex moveset. Scald, Toxic, Recover, Baneful Bunker. We use it to stall things out when they're not <laughs> when they're not prepared to deal with a Toxapex. We'll either burn or Toxic them and uh, just switch out to Recover when you can't click Recover. I think the story of Battle Spot singles that I've noticed like in the past like couple of months since we switched to that format mostly from OU has been mostly because you can't really play OU on cart, which is really disappointing. It's sad. Uh, I'm still I'm still disappointed by it. Maybe one day they'll fix it. <laughs> Maybe one day. But thing I've noticed is like you run a bunch of standard stuff and then like one or two like weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that. I think I think it makes Pokemon a bit easy. I don't want to say easier to play. But much easier to jump into. That's that's the word I think. Mm-hmm. It's like if they don't have an answer for something, then you can just run train with say yeah. Diggersby. Yeah, like Diggersby is a really. It's not a standard Diggersby per se. I mean, like you typically don't run Giga Impact on your Diggersby. The 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 brings the bring six pick three format. Yeah. lends itself very naturally to encouraging you to experiment. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I really with, like with the slaughter too. I really do like that. Because, like, this is stuff that I, like, I would have said, well, you shouldn't do that in the past. But now it's just, like, it's just a lot of fun to try something like that. Yeah. Other ways you can run Diggersby if you're, like, making your own team. It mm-hmm. does get bounce. So you can back It does get bounce. It. it does get bounce, which is very exciting. I'm sure it gets a fighting attack, too, to boost its attack up, too. Yeah. So. I'm very excited. It has sword stance to break stall. So mm-hmm. there's, there's options for your Diggersby outside of this team. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you can grab it on the Discord server. Link is in the show notes. Open up the show notes. You click the link and it'll take you to that Discord server. It's in the show notes. Where is it, guys? It's in the show notes. Okay, moving on. That has been our Pokemon of the episode. We're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 That's energetic. This is the <laughs> part of the show where we read your listener emails. You can send them into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. People already have, so we're going to read them today. We usually have a prompt. Last week, we asked you what mechanics you would like to see return, and if so, maybe changed or tweaked a little, maybe? That would be interesting to see. So let's dive into it. Uh, our first email this week is is from uh, Trevor. I'll grab this one. Hello, writing in after just after listening to last week's episode. My brother and I listened to the podcast on the drive to work in the mornings. Hello, Trevis, Trevster's brother. Hello. There we go. You're on good terms. Yep. <laughs> Unlike who you will not be named. Yep. Until he gets your shirt. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> Didn't buy me a $115 Hawaiian shirt. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Ryan. Please, he's going to listen to this on Monday. Like, we're going to hang out tomorrow, and then he's going to listen to it on Monday. He'll be like, hey! <laughs> that whole time. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of mechanics I'd love to see come back, but the ones I miss the most are the ones that are making the world feel alive, such as walking with Pokemon or earning trophies or setting records in the Pokeethalon. 
Maybe it's the Animal Crossing enthusiast in me, but I love when the cities and towns have things to interact with or reasons to revisit them again, or just a fun place to walk around in. I like it when they're more than just a place to put the next gym battle. Let's put those sword and shield criticisms aside. Uh, <laughs> like that—that that is like a huge criticism I have of sword and shield. Like, there's nothing in any towns, apart from Stow on side. That, yeah, that's the only place. Exactly. Like, there's not much. Like, maybe Winden. Maybe Winden. Sir Chester. There's a little bit to explore. Like with the hotels. There's not much to explore, which is upsetting. I, yeah. I do miss. Like, I was playing Leaf Green recently, and I really would have liked to see something like Silphco or something again. That would have been. I was cool. gonna say don't. Don't you love dungeons like Galar Mine or Galar Mine Number Two? Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, we're done. <laughs> For example, remember when the GTS was a location in game? I do. It's not even in this game though. Uh, you could visit Goldenrod. There was a Pokeethalon on one end, and I believe the GTS was somewhere in Goldenrod as well. Above it was the bug catching contest in that cool giant park, and it was shaped like a Pokeball. Plus, as part of the story, you get to go back to the radio tower. That is true. That is true. I miss backtracking a little bit. Only a little bit though. Only a little Only bit. Only a little bit, but I do miss it a little bit. Backtracking would get a lot better if it was stuff in towns, and also we still had fly on a menu. Yeah, we do have fly, though. On, on Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We have fly on a menu, so if they had the things in towns where I could just go there immediately, backtracking yeah. is basically nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that great dungeon underneath the 8th gem? Mm, Shh! Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really a dungeon, but yes. Uh, <laughs> it's as close as we got. I wish I really wish we had a dungeon. That's that was that was probably the most upsetting part for me. But uh, I think Ol- it was Olivine that had the battle tower, and another town had the safari zone. Uh, this is a lot of like heart gold and soul silver reminiscing I'm getting from this. Wow, people reminiscing about Gen Four and the Puckle emails. I'm surprised. It's okay. It's not real Gen Four. It's it's like Gen Two remakes. <laughs> I miss I miss locations mattering because in a hundreds of hours of post game I played and I. I played in Switch. The only areas I've been to is the Wild Area, Winden, and the Breeder. No real reason to go anywhere else that I've already visited in the story. Which is really disappointing, since that town that was in the Glimwood Tangle looked so cool with Pokemon everywhere, but only had two houses and a gym. Where did a stadium full of people come from if the town only has two houses? (laughs) (laughs) They live among the mushrooms. Also, is it just me? (laughs) Or did the Battle Tower get way too easy this gen? I love the idea of rental teams helping you learn new playstyles, but I feel like the entire point of the battle tower isn't to see how high you can climb, but instead just do 50 battles, unlock the judge, and never touch it again, because it doesn't challenge you any more than it already has. You can bring Sword Doggo. I, I was going to say, I recently did 100 wins just so I could get the card back. Right? Yep. And I, I definitely use Sword Doggo, Marshadow, and Zero Earth. Yes, that's, that sounds about right. As you should. I honestly don't mind battle tower being easy, because, you know... Being able to brainlessly get BP is yeah. probably fine. Yeah. On the other hand, the fact that there isn't a more challenging mode as well as the easy mode is probably, That's I, I would feel, a, a more directed complaint. Yeah, because they they did that in uh, Ultra Sun and Moon where they had easy mode where you could bring legends and they didn't bother power leveling your team to 50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you could do hard mode where everything's set to 50 and enjoy Mm-hmm. uh oh right let's see um uh, battle tower blah 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 um it's a stepping stone into online battles which is great but it's no longer the end game content that it used to be uh, granted i do think online battles are much better this time around i think mm-hmm. i think they're much, much better. easier yeah. yeah much easier they are they are fixed a lot with the like slow rollout of pokemon mm-hmm. too i i think it's done very well 
hopefully next gen or DLC they do something like the Battle Frontier because in my opinion all the different battle modes and the hidden bosses that were the Frontier brains were awesome it, and felt very accomplishing to try and collect the golden badges from each one. Um, hopefully I'll be able to jump in next raid night. See you then, Trevster. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. He he made us think. Yeah. Our next email is going to be from Fawny. Fawny. All right. Hi, Puckle Crew. This is Fawny with a pronunciation guide. So thank you. At the beginning. At the beginning. At the beginning, yes. Because I would have gone through this entire email mispronouncing that name. Yes. And <laughs> it would have been really embarrassing and the British gent would have been laughing at us the Yes, he would time. have. He absolutely would. <laughs> and, and writing to you for the first time. I started listening to your podcast when the first Gen 8 trailer came out about a year ago. It would have been, it would have been a year ago, yeah. It would have been exactly a year ago. Would have been like my first episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. And been listening every week ever since. As for mechanics, my first game was Crystal, which I played for years, and I truly had a comeback for Sun and Moon. I went through the Pokemon is not cool phase, as probably a lot of people do. My ex-girlfriend hated that I played games, so she told me to leave my DS at home. I'm Hungarian, living in the U.S. Needless to say, we are not together anymore. (laughs) Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Made me choose between Pikachu and my girlfriend, and well, (laughs) I choose you. (laughs) (laughs) I married a wonderful lady who I can play Pokemon with. Smiley face. Aww. That being said, though, I haven't been around for a lot of previous mechanics. When I think of mechanics, my first thought goes right to shiny hunting, hmm. which is fair. It's changed a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. I started shiny hunting to calm my excitement waiting for Sword and Shield last year. I didn't like Masada, so I am assuming it's the Masada Ma- method. Yeah, that's what I think. Or she just didn't like Masada. <laughs> like... Random dunk on Junichi Masada. Yeah. It's like, I hate Masada. (laughs) Random dunk. (laughs) So I did SOS, which actually worked really well for me. Yes, it can get a bit boring, but I feel like it's better than hatching eggs or doing KO's method. SOS is faster and the odds are way better. No. (laughs) So in Sword and Shield, it's really easy to do uh, RNG method, but that's also kind of boring because you always know when the shiny's coming. But Yeah, you want that excitement. You got to get that reaction for the Twitch crowd. Yeah, you don't get the excitement when you know exactly when it's coming. So that is a fair point. I have done Masada hunts in Sword and some KO, but they are not my favorite and the odds are not great either. Yeah, the KO method from what I've heard is bugged because it only works like a third of the time. What? Like, one-third of the time, the KO method actually affects your shiny rate. That's stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. So knocking out things is not the way to go. No. Nope. Which is sad. Looking at videos for other shiny hunters, Dexnav and Poke Radar looked really fun, and I wish they could make a comeback at some point. Don't we all? I like Nav. I didn't like Radar. I Whimsicott and I had that discussion last last episode. Yeah, Dexnav was the one in Oras, right? Yeah, uh, Dexnav was in Oras. I like so like I I'm on the same page as you, Linian, But my understanding of it is like the Pokey Radar is like the more intense version of that. So like when you go oh Dexnav's easy mode, and you like really you really get into it with Dexnav or not Dexnav Pokey Radar. Here's the thing, Pokey Radar because there are sometimes encounter tiles that just don't shake and things. Mm-hmm. It feels like a Kobayashi Maru. It is possible to make no mistakes and still lose. 
it's kind of fun. kind of yeah I've always been a fan of like putting some hidden mechanic where if you do so many things in the background, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, your next thing is guaranteed shiny. Yep. Just enjoy. But they have not done that yet. Mm. Like if you do so many battles online, it's like, okay, you filled up your bar. Here you go. You get a shiny next encounter. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> anyways, let's continue on with the email. I am hoping there will be a new shiny method added with the DLC. I also enjoyed Sinnoh Underground in the brief time I was playing Platinum. And I would love chain fishing to come back from XY. I forgot chain fishing existed. It was yeah. a weird thing. It was very limiting on what Pokemon you could actually get from it. It worked really well because I did it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you always had to have, I think, artillery in the front. Yeah, you had, you had suction, suction cups. cups. Yeah. Suction cups. Yeah. I used a, whatever they're called. The I don't know what else has suction cups. I always use artillery. So What's the, the contrary? Malamar. Malamar. That's right. I wasn't 100% sure if that thing had suction cups. He would have been my next guess. Another thing, you were talking last week about how you can't change your clothes when you're on your bike in Sword and Shield, but you actually didn't mention that bike and biking clothes customization will come with Isle of Armor. Yeah, but I don't expect it to be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a wait and see thing. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I am actually super excited about that and about the DLC in general. I also love that in Sword and Shield, I don't only get the shades of color of my game. Like it happened in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Uh, I yeah. love blue and purple, but I was also playing Sun and Ultra Sun. Uh, you could get them in Festival Plaza. I think so. Which is dumb. Which is dumb. But like, it, yeah, you could get the other colors from Festival Plaza. Like buying it off other people. Yeah, yeah that was dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. Anyways... Thank you if you were reading this. You guys are awesome. And thank you for making my commutes from and to work brighter and fun, Fonny. You're welcome, Fonny. We'll do it. I'm glad you like listening to me in your ears. You're letting me have this intimate experience with you. All right. Uh, Linian, take us home with, uh, I guess, Pete. Trainer Pete. Trainer Pete. All right. Dear Puckle Crew. The Galar region in Generation 8 is my first Pokemon experience back in the series since Generation 3. It was a great time finding a ton of new and familiar mons in the core 400 of the Galar decks, which was nice, but now I have the urgent desire to see them all. In many ways, Sword and Shield have brought a ton of new content for me since I skipped about five generations. Oh god, that's so many. (laughs) That's so many. Yeah, Shiftry was a new Pokemon to him. Oh god, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) my knowledge of pokemon competitive and otherwise has grown immensely in this new immersive world of gen 8 my love for pokemon has been rekindled and i am super pumped for the dlc one feature that i think should be brought into the future of pokemon is interactive side missions or quests that can appear in post-game or dlc that give deeper dives onto the specific lore of specific pokemon not just legendaries mythicals and that'd be cool too For example, a quest can entail exploring specific unexplored regions of the map to uncover hidden or lesser-known areas where these Pokémon reside. This would definitely call back to the excitement of uncovering the dwelling places of rare Pokémon and give a sense of achievement when finding and ultimately catching them, i.e. Regigigas, Regis, and Rayquaza, where the send-off spring is the one that always comes to my Mm -hmm. mind. I'm not sure learning Braille was the top point of finding whoa 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 it was pretty good visual braille (laughs) still i think that unlocking unknown and gold and silver was more fun than i i thought i thought unlocking 
unknown in pretty much any game you can unlock unknown in uh, was very exciting. Like the little picture puzzles? Those were yeah. great. Yeah. I still can't do them now as an adult. Yeah, some of them are actually kind of hard. Yeah. That's why I liked There's like some pieces where like the like the line, they don't match up exactly and stuff. like, Or they look like almost exactly like each other. Or like Kabuto with the border around it. it I hope that the Pokemon company hears the community's requests and give us what we clamor for. <laughs> Thank you all for the great work on the podcast. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Trainer Pete. Postscript, with the reveal of Zerud, the new mythical, all I have to say is he looks dope. Could we be getting an in-game mission to discover and catch him with the DLC? Absolutely. No, he comes in a cherish ball. We saw that in the trailer, and you're going to like it. after you watch the movie after you watch the movie you can have him and you can understand what he's about but it's nothing to do with how he is in the game no we're in the west we get that thing like months before the movie i know it's gonna be here's the here's the thing without the context Uh, i can't wait for its giveaway move list to be and uh write this down because i am going to be a hundred percent correct life do because it talks about the healing thing power whip beat up and night slash what you're not gonna give it like hold hands or anything? Nope. I think I think I think beat up. I think beat up probably won't happen. It'll probably be something else. Beat up is ba- but it talks about it fighting in, in packs and it's a stab dark move. I can see it getting beat up. It probably has a signature move somewhere. Yeah, probably a dark move. Probably dark <laughs> vine. <laughs> Maybe we'll finally give Celebi a signature move too. But thank you for sending in these emails. Uh, you guys can send in emails next week to pucklepodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what you thought of Pokemon Day. Did you think it was good? Do you want it to be better? Do you want it to be worse? Let us know in uh, in emails at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys next week. And if you want to keep up with the show throughout the week and maybe join a contest where you can learn, earn a uh, or win uh, either some of the DLC or a copy of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, you should go over to our social medias over at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you can also keep up with Puckle throughout the week by just hanging out with us on the Discord server, uh, which is in the show notes. Did you know that's where the Discord server is, guys? It's in the show notes. <laughs> They'll find it eventually. It's in the show notes. I'm just letting people know because people seemingly don't understand that it's in the show notes. And so you can also keep up with Puckle by checking us out over on YouTube we post videos we're working on some other smaller projects over there that will hopefully get off the ground within the next month or so and we're also on twitch pretty regularly um i think i'm going to try to do one of those twitch streams where we give away like a shiny pokemon just for funsies for like community building purposes so go over to twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast for that um i'm there linian's there sometimes shamu's there sometimes jushira's there Uh, we we a lot of us are over there hanging out if you want to uh help out the show in a few different ways the best way to do it is obviously through patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast where you can get rewards such as uh pokemon distributions and getting access to our pokemon create a pokemon bot i guess that's what we call it uh, <laughs> uh you can get puckle breeder bot. Puckle, that's, that's what i actually call it uh but maybe you should change his name to uh, create a pokemon bot or something i don't know but he's uh you can go over there and you can uh you can use him if you're at the proper tier or you can just be part of the distributions that we do every month you can also go over to our Tee Public store, buy some t-shirts, help everything you buy there, help support the show. And, of course, if you want to do even more cool things, you could use your Twitch Prime subscription on us. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Or you could, of course, go ahead and... Uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, buy Vite Ramen if you want some healthy ramens. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel better about myself when I eat it. 
Uh, they did also just announce uh, they are doing a Kickstarter for the pre-launch, and then eventually they will be introducing this back into like their normal. Is it lineup, happening? Is it happening? Spicy ramen. Yes. Ooh. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been waiting because like they when I when I talked to them uh, when we first started uh, advertising for them, and I was speaking with them, they told me about it, and I'm like, oh, you got to tell me when this happens, and I'm very excited. It's I'm very excited for spicy for spicy ramen. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, okay, but yeah, Vite Ramen, use code Puckle at checkout for 10% off your next purchase. It helps out the show. We get a little bit of a kickback. You get cheaper ramen. Everybody loves it. You also get healthier ramen, so do that. And then uh, I think that's pretty much everything I usually talk about. So I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been R Sigma. And I've been Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. So I am back from the dead. Uh, full transparency to you guys, I, I really do thank both Jushiro and Whimsicott for leading the show these past few weeks, as well as Basket Sublime, Scrawn, and oh my gosh, the name is Slip- Sigma from picking up the slack while I was gone. Uh, I had a death in the family, and unfortunately that, that took a lot of time out of me this past week. So uh, thank you to them for doing it. And also thanks to our patrons who are making this place awesome to be at, awesome to do work for. And we can also just do a lot of really cool things for the community coming up. So let's get to it. Thanks to Greg, Dooley, Viger, Lane, Sensual, uh, Sean, the Fluffiest Whimsicott, Miguel, Paul, Marcus, John Roberts, Michael, Ryan, Dexio, Rotted Mushroom, Christian, Kinkovic, Bodtech, Wade, Tank, Swampertetta, Apollo, JT, Titan Killer, N, Michael, Corey, Big Chunk, Sheldon, 
Piccolo, Snickle, Cordia, Jesse, Ed, Dominic, Brock, not Chris, Jonathan equals Dylan, Alec, Chris, Wuzzy, Wat, Matt, Matt, again, uh, Gigantamax Metapod, MC McKnight Rider, uh, Lord Corbinick, Howl, Guy Leach, Chief Spooky, and Graham, Oaks Joke, Mega Kazuki, Melvin, Andrew, John, Hepa, Ryan, Kevin, Galactic Trash Queen, Yegler, Shining Umbreon, Captain Keldio, Catherine, Stephen, Matthew, Trevor, Aaron, Joshua, Shambles, Greg, TJ, Trevor, Mikey, Doc Knox, The British Gent, Echo, Louise, Dennis, Taylor, Dark Flame 3, Tim, Bob, David, Old Man, Tup, Maxi, Disco, Calypso, Justin, P. McGee, Zane, South, Justin, Sammy, Keegan, Elfeet, Murray, Harvey, Voltaire, Christopher, iStarly TV, Brandon King. We gotta let Patreon load the rest of the names. Come on. Peach, Farmer, Fox, Chris, Jonathan, Nico, Hayden, Robert, Naleb, Michael, Luke, Mike, Jordan, Matthew, Kevin, Prime Rib, Kelvin, John, Craig, Launchpad, McQuack, Holden, Nicholas, Bear, Michael, Andrew, Chris, Amanda, Goncore Fishing, It's a Boy, Caleb, Gary, Matt, Jordan, Caleb, T-Hubs, Sharkfin, Tanner, Murrin, Roger, Jesse, Antonio, Brian, Trevor, Michael, Brandon, Brayden, Nick, Orange Avenger, Halfful Reviews, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Zarni, Load It Patreon, Load It Man, Sparky, Coop, Dragon, uh, Daniel Dragon, dot, 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 uh, that's their name, A- Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Joseph, Travy, Alex, Julie, Cordell, Dylan, Steve, Sarah, and William. This is just getting longer every week. I appreciate everybody's support, and I hope to see you at some of the giveaways, some of the Patreon raid nights, and we're going to be doing some more events here in the near future, so I hope to see you guys at more of these Patreon things, and I will catch you all on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.